This is Hashtag Authentic, a podcast for creatives online. I'm Sarah Tasker, an Instagram expert and certified coach, and this is episode 96. Well, hello, my friends, and a happy new year to you. 2021, we made it. How is the new year treating you so far? Well, here in England, we are back in another lockdown. Schools are closed, shops are closed, everything's closed, the whole works. And I have to admit that this time it has hit my mental health pretty hard. In fact, I think this is possibly the worst dip in my mental health that I've ever experienced. So yeah, that's fun, that's fun. (laughs) Um, But I am feeling super grateful for really good therapy, for weekly coaching, for excellent prescription medications, and of course for the finances to be able to access all of that quickly and as needed. And here the days are starting to slowly creep into just being a little bit lighter and longer. And there's that hope of spring just around the corner. So I'm finding some threads of optimism and clinging to the belief that this too is gonna pass. One big thing I've done in terms of kind of self-care, self-preservation is to reevaluate and just scale back my ambitious business plans that I had set for myself for this first quarter. So to those of you who might be waiting on 15 minute magic class for procrastination and it's really more like a group coaching program, please accept my very heartfelt apologies. I've had to push it back. It's not opening as planned this month, but it is absolutely still something that I'm going to be returning to. I have so much enthusiasm and excitement and new ideas that I want to keep building on there. But I just knew that with my brain, with my emotions where they are right now, it made more sense for me to give myself fully to running just one thing and putting my whole self in it over the next few months. And for lots of good reasons, the Insta Retreat class was the one that I chose to offer right now. And if you've not heard me talk about the Insta Retreat before, it is my longest running online group program. It's where I take you through everything you need to know about honing your brand and understanding how you can capture and captivate people with your imagery and your captions and your content on Instagram and really beyond and how to make use of all the tools and the apps and the features that Instagram provide to build that audience for yourself. Really, it's about creating a profile that's profitable, that's popular, and honestly, I think perhaps most importantly, something that's fun and fulfilling, a place that you wanna show up and get something back from. In fact, I thought it might be helpful if I read to you an email I got. I, I get the most beautiful emails from students and members of the community and um, I always feel a bit squeamish like I know a lot of other podcasters a lot of other people who make these classes they they regularly like every episode they will read out a testimonial and maybe it's because I'm British like I am a bit squeamish about about anything that could be interpreted as like um, self-congratulation but I thought actually sometimes it is really helpful to get a sense of a class, a program through somebody else's eyes because it's an investment that you make online without ever fully really being able to grasp until you get in there and have a look around. So this is an email I got from Catherine. Um, I'm not going to use her full name. I'm going to just slightly cut out a few things she said that might identify her just because I'm not sure if she would want me 
to identify her although I am hoping to have her on the podcast to talk about her work so perhaps she will allow me then to retrospectively join the two together. So she called her email what the Insta retreat did for me. She said I signed up in January thinking oh my god I can't afford this what a stupid indulgence and then I barely started the course before I had to pause while my book launched. I published six books before to absolute silence but this one was immediately different. And there I was, posting snaps of my daily walk or whatever with captions like, lovely walk today. And I suddenly realised how inadequate that was. Anyway, I went back and devoured the course, totally out of step with everyone else as ever. And it's changed way more than my Instagram feed. It made me realise how much my audience had been waiting for me to reach out and really talk to them. I revamped my newsletter and got loads of new followers and launched a podcast inviting guests to talk about their experiences. I'm now putting better quality material out there and I've stopped being ashamed to own my status as an author. It also really made me reflect on my attitude to money and how embarrassed I am about the feeble living I make. Because I'm autistic and have some chronic illnesses, I've had to step away from every proper job I have and I drag a whole tangle of shame behind me for that. Writing literary memoir doesn't pay the bills, but your course made me see that I can earn a living around that, and it all increases my chances of selling more books. I've now launched my first online courses, and I've been stunned by how many people want to sign up. At the same time, my book is longlisted for the Wainwright Prize. I've suddenly seen that it doesn't have to be a trade-off. I can be entrepreneurial and still write great quality books. One doesn't have to weigh against the other for as long as I do it my way and talk to my people. Sorry that was long-winded, but I wanted to show you that it's made so much more difference to me than just making my Instagram look prettier. Thank you so much. So, I mean, that is such a beautiful email and I'm sure you can imagine when you're feeling low like I am right now, being reminded that the work we put out into the world has this ripple effect that allows other people to create really important work in the world which is I have no doubt then creating powerful and impactful results for her people it is just a beautiful thing and I think the reason I really wanted to share that is a I'm all always for celebrating the amazing work of the creatives and the incredible achievements that happen within the Insta Retreat community. I want to just scream from the rooftops about you amazing people. But also kind of B, I think it speaks to something bigger that I've always struggled to articulate when I talk about taking online classes or investing in coaching or investing in yourself. There's this power that is way beyond a single platform or mastering like the perfect Instagram feed in doing this work. It's kind of about giving ourselves permission to take ourselves seriously and really truly consider what is possible for us. It's like gathering up all the beautiful skills and the wisdom that you actually already possess and investing in yourself in terms of time and finance and emotion and deciding it's time now to really actually give it all a go. And it's scary and it's hard and it's often something that nobody has ever given us permission to do. So if you're somebody out there who's been waiting to be allowed to believe in that dream that you've been holding for yourself, I'd love for you to consider this my permission slip from me to you to go out and do it, whatever that is. And if for any of you that is something like the Insta Retreat, if that's a great place for you to start, then it is on sale 
right now, but not for much longer. Class is going to start on the 1st of February and we only have a few spaces left. I like to keep the classes a manageable size so that everyone can be heard and seen and get all of their questions answered. If you're interested in joining us, head over to my website at meandorla.co.uk and you can grab yourself a spot right now. You can read more about what's involved in the class. You can see some other testimonials from students and all that jazz. And hopefully you should also see like a clicky link here in your podcast app if you want to just click that and head straight over. I've got to say I am so looking forward to this class beginning. I always get such a lot of joy and connection just from meeting everyone in the group and from talking together from our weekly coaching calls and then just seeing this incredible progress unfold for people building week on week so it's always great but right now I think this one is going to help me as much as it's going to help the students and as always I have my amazing team of admin and teaching assistants as my backup they're going to be making sure that this all delivers as smoothly as possible and to my slightly ridiculously high standards, with it being our sole focus for the next few months. So once again, if you're interested, it's meandola.co.uk and you will see an Insta Retreat banner that you can just click on. Okay, that is enough about me, enough about my class. I want to move on to today's glorious, glorious guest. So I guess you guys probably know you can probably guess that I tend to consume quite a lot of content online. The internet is like my main hobby. So I have a lot of favourites, a lot of things that I love to go and see out there. But what I will say is it's rare for me to stumble across a creator who I so instantly connect with so intensely and immediately that I have to stop everything I'm doing and just deep dive and binge on their entire archive of content. And that is how I felt when I first found today's guest, Ida, who is better known online as To Every Mum. And I'm saying it like mum, not to confuse my Brits who might think mum. I first found her when I was dipping my toes into TikTok. And actually, it's probably no exaggeration to say that right now she's the only reason I even go on TikTok is to just watch her content. But she is also on Instagram now. And so in this episode, we talk about all of that and all it entails. So why TikTok is an amazing and thriving space to grow right now, even if you don't want to do dance routines, how you can find a style of content that works for you and your audience and creates that connection, how Ida made the move over to Instagram and what she's found about that, and how she was able to create this life-changing social media presence in just an hour a day around her day job, waiting until after her young daughter had finally gone to bed. I loved chatting with Ida so much that, as you'll hear towards the end, we've decided actually to collaborate on something on her clubhouse. So starting from this Friday, which is the 29th of January, 2021, you will find us at 4pm GMT. I don't know, I should have looked up the times in other time zones and I apologise. I put them in the show notes so that you can see the time conversions for different places. But 4pm this Friday... GMT and then every Friday afterwards we're going to be talking about what did you do right this week. I'm honestly very new to the app um, so I don't even actually have much more guidance about how you can find us there. Just search Ida's username which is to every mum and you'll find the room and we would just so love to have you join us in topping up our collective self-appreciation tanks at the end of the week. I think it is a brilliant idea and so needed 
And I think there's going to be a lot of power created in these conversations. And if you're hearing all of this and have no idea what Clubhouse is, fear not. It is still very new. I think it's still iPhone only and it's definitely invitation only. So you're not missing out. It's not something you should have done. Rest assured, it's going to get there and I will be filling you in on all the details as soon as I fully get to grips with it for myself. So one final thing I need to tell you about this episode is that the sound quality on my end is a little bit off. For some reason, my microphone defaulted back to using the built-in computer one instead of my actual microphone when we recorded, but it's still completely listenable. And I promise you just the joy and the wisdom and the magic that Ida shares is worth putting up with any amount of compromise in the audio for this week's episode. So here's Ida. Hi, Ida. Welcome to Hashtag Authentic. Hi, how are you doing, Sarah? Nice to see you. Well, I'm not seeing you, but nice to talk to you. (laughs) So nice to talk to you. I mean, everyone loved your voice anyway. So what a special treat to get it in real time. Um, But also to get to actually ask you all the questions I have. This is a fun one for me as well, because even though I feel like I know you really well from your TikTok videos, of course, there's lots of gaps. There's lots of you that's not in there. So for everyone listening and also for me could you give us a quick introduction to who you are and a bit about what you do yes of course so my name is Ida on social media I'm probably more known as Mama Aji Mm -hmm. and (laughs) and I am a single mom who did not feel fulfilled at her job um, and also needed to leave because of the stress that it was causing who built a a side thing just by building an audience on TikTok mainly um, with one hour a night every night for the last 12 months. Yeah, no, it was of, one hour a night. I love that. Yeah, one hour a night. And, um, and I've built an amazing community, just people that I love, made some of my new best friends. And from that, I've had so many opportunities that have been presented to me. What yeah. an amazing story. Like, it gives me goosebumps and it's it's similar to to my story and to so many other people out there who are kind of in that place of knowing that you could be doing more and the internet giving you a gateway to do it around all the other commitments of life as it is mm-hmm. I wonder what made you choose TikTok or did TikTok choose you <laughs> so actually TikTok I feel like we chose each other, but Gary V, I don't know if you listen to him, mm-hmm. he was all over TikTok. And I was one of those people that really wanted to be on Vine, but I hopped on when it was on its way out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I didn't have the opportunity. And when I saw TikTok, at first I shunned it, kids app. But um, then I saw the opportunity to to do something, even if it just meant my mental health would be better. Yeah. And so I hopped on. And what were you doing right at the beginning? Like, was it experimentation? Were you doing the dances? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that I was studying like crazy. Um, many people will say this, but again, back to Gary Vee, he says this often to just sit down and learn. And so mm-hmm. I spent, I would spend my drive time back and forth to work, um, just listening to TikTok, how to get on started on TikTok through YouTube videos that I'd listen to. And after I felt like I got at least 10 hours in, I, I thought, let's let's try this out. And so I did try some dances. I love to dance, by the way, so I'm going to do a few more soon. And I, I also decided, go for mom content, which 
didn't go as well as I thought it would, but it launched me into where I am now. So, yeah. <laughs> so we should tell people about where you are now. How many followers do you have? I should have checked that before. Oh, no, that's okay. It keeps it keeps moving. I'm so grateful. But I'm at 186,000 as of today. So good. And um, how, how long has it been since you officially started? I started on um, Valentine's Day, 2020. <laughs> Yeah. that I mean uh-huh. that alone should be inspiring everybody to go and download TikTok because I know a lot of people listening are afraid of the app which I'm sure we'll get into yes um, <laughs> so can you how would you describe the content you produce now I would say because um, I have more of a clear vision I create content that allows moms to come to relax and laugh yes that is 100% what I come to you for like actually Aww. lately when I've been feeling rubbish I think I must have watched everything you've created now but I still just come oh and I just God. binge I'm just like I just need some more energy I just <laughs> but, and because what is also in there with the relaxation and definitely the laughing is like mm-hmm. serious wisdom that we need to hear that we all need to hear and not just moms I think probably women everywhere probably humans everywhere yeah. Need to hear. <laughs> funny enough I do have a lot of men as well as uh younger women that that don't have families yet and I, I thought oh my gosh I'm called to every mom but you know yeah <laughs> I it welcome everybody well yeah. yeah yeah well yeah and you are like the mom <laughs> to all of those who need it I guess not that not that in an age sense but more in like a nurturing wisdom sense I suppose I love that I think one of the reasons that people get frightened of TikTok and this this is just from kind of informal conversations that people think it does have to be like all the dancing all the like really fancy transitions understanding Mm -hmm. the filters and yet like your channel is a really great example I think of like in many ways it it doesn't have to be like as polished as something like Instagram where the pictures have to be so high quality sometimes Mm -hmm. yeah and even things on Instagram are kind of changing which I'd love to to touch on that in a second but I would I would say that uh you know on TikTok TikTok before I before I say this let me say I only had an hour and I was exhausted because I was working 12 hour days and my daughter was here because we were in lockdown and how old is she now um, she's she was three at the time. She's four now. Oh my goodness! And <laughs> and so I would rush her to bed. You know, yes, I did. I rush her to bed, and I said, "Okay, I got to sit down and produce a TikTok of some kind." And I was exhausted, tired, didn't have time to put on makeup. So I would just put on my headscarf because I hadn't gone to the salon in a long, long time. <laughs> I'd put on like a headscarf, and I would just do you know, Mama Aji TikTok. This is when things started picking up around when I was about 5,000 followers. But in the beginning, even then, I would try to do like the renegade dance after she falls asleep or, you know, duet Charlie D'Amelio or whatever I could end up doing. I'd do it when she was asleep. And I didn't look the part because I didn't have time to look the part. And so that's what I wanted to say. And then now what I've learned is that TikTok is like one big party. So if you imagine or you remember when we were able to go and meet with people and we'd be at a party of 10 or 15, we would definitely meet someone who loves Star Trek or Star Wars like we do or Disney or coffee and you'd connect on those subjects. Well, TikTok is a party that has no cap. 
there aren't just 15 people, there are millions. And now you have an opportunity to meet all of those people that like those things that you like. And they're actually just like you. If you're awkward, they're awkward. If you love anime, they love anime. So go out and find your tribe tribe in this huge party. I love that. That is exactly what I've always said about Instagram. I guess it's true of Mm -hmm. all social media because these tiny, like, tiny niche hobbies that people might have where there was only ever like them in their whole town sometimes or you know people who maybe like the only person with a different sexuality in their whole town yeah the internet gives you like an unlimited supply it means that we can all come together and find the people who think like we do and love like we do and it's so Mm -hmm. empowering to not feel alone in that so true so so true it allows people to connect and we need that right now (laughs) Yes, yeah, and connect on the things that join us and that we share rather than mm-hmm. the differences, which can also yeah. be kind of heightened at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious about this. So you had that mm-hmm. one hour a day, you'd listened, you'd done the research, you'd taken kind of mm-hmm. Gary Vee's recommendation, but where did you get the self-belief to keep doing it? Because mm-hmm. I imagine that at first you were like, yeah, I'm just dancing in my kitchen, like no one else is going to believe this is how I'm going to get to leave my day job. Yeah. I I think that um, at first I didn't really see any results, really. I mean, I saw maybe 30 people would like my, my videos, which to me was huge back then. Like, I got 200 views, oh my gosh, you know? But that couldn't carry me over if I wanted to build a business. Yeah. What What TikTok did give me was fun. And so I found it was so fun to get on there and express myself creatively when I hadn't been able to. I am um, <clears throat> in in a older age bracket now, <laughs> and and I haven't I haven't been able to do some of the things I wanted to do. So TikTok was truly at first an outlet with the possibility of becoming something bigger. And uh, and that's what gave me the belief. It, I needed TikTok. And then the second thing was when I saw things were beginning to pick up. I'm a single mother who's stressed out and has no time for my family or myself. And so I needed to, I needed to make it happen. So I had to. That's so powerful. And I I think there's something to be said as well for like the fact that you were ready, you were ready and you you saw it happening and you were like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to lean into this and go for it. And there was no moment of like, should I, like, is this necessary? Mm I think there's a lot to be said for that and there is something about like the scarcity of time and the scarcity of everything that kind of brings magic to our creativity I think sometimes yeah I think so for sure and and I think also you know a life confidence can fuel anything it can fuel you know your entrepreneur confidence it will fuel your relationship confidence if you know if I start a a relationship now I'd be much better at it than I was before because you know we've all been through a lot and Mm. the more that we love ourselves or learn to love ourselves and give us ourselves so much grace I think that that assists in you being confident and walking even in a minute in this world you know do you feel like the acceptance you've had and and the love you've had from social media Mm -hmm. has helped you accept and love yourself or is that just a dangerous path to tread I think that it it definitely is a version of an affirmation, mm. but it isn't, if I, if I were to say it, it's more like an accent 
to a beautiful piece, you know, if, if an outfit in that beautiful pocket, that's all it would be. The outfit itself was made over years, you know, yeah. <laughs> years and years of, of situations, um, or if it's a, the cherry on top or the sprinkles, I think that that affirmation, it just adds additional to it, but it doesn't take away from it. If you remove the sprinkles, you know, it's still there. If you remove that pocket still on that dress, the dress is still there. Yeah. That is a really good way of describing it. And that's, I think that's a really healthy balance to find that, again, like maybe, you know, if you're a 20 year old suddenly finding yourself popular on TikTok, it might not be so easy to make that distinction mm-hmm. yeah. and to know your own strengths. For sure. I don't think I would have been able to feel the way I do at my younger ages, but who knows what the, what the people that are on TikTok that are younger um, think because you know I'm, I'm trying my best to remember not to underestimate them I'm For learning sure. a lot from some of them but I don't think me at 20 <laughs> would have yeah. been able to do it yeah, yeah I'm definitely <laughs> thinking of myself when I say that yeah. me else. too yep <laughs> <laughs> oh my god my brain is going in so many directions this is so much I want to ask you so oh. why did you come to the character of Mamaji and not just yourself? How did that come mm. about? Yeah, such a good question. So this is the thing that we'll find on social media. And I try to treat TikTok like um, like it's a place to try things. Mm-hmm. And, and at first I was trying mom content, which did okay, but there's so much mom content out there. And there are the juggernauts at it, you know? the ones that know how to do a parody and talk about, you know, laundry and all of the difficulties mm. of being a mom. They maybe have more than an hour a day to be making yes. that as well. <laughs> to be making that, yeah. And they'll do so well. And then, you know, I'll do something that I thought, this is definitely relatable and funny, but it either wouldn't do that great because um, I think that that mom character has, a, has an image. It definitely has a look mm. and I don't fit that. And I had to accept that without being disappointed. And um, and and I also had to, to accept that and decide that's not going to stop me. It, even if I don't have the certain look that mom content creators have, that, that's not going to stop me from being a mom that's doing content on this on any platform. So I decided, let me just keep on going and then add in my own flavor. So my daughter... It was during lockdown. My daughter finally went and took a nap. And I said, oh gosh, let me try to do a TikTok. Um, And I was still working during that time. And it was my lunch break. So I did a TikTok and said, you know, normally people that have um, other cultures will go into their accent when they're angry or speak their other language. But, you know, right now I'm so grateful my daughter went and took a nap. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Eh, Jesus, thank you. This baby has going to sleep. You know, and I just did it, just playing around. And it took off and to me taking off meant 3,000 views. I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) And I still think that that is still, that's still awesome. And so I started doing more um, videos in that voice because I am half African. I did grow up in in Gambia. Uh, Partially, I bounced back and forth until my senior year uh, or last year in in high school. And so, uh, so I just kept doing it and people were like, we love her. Can you name her? And so I named her after my grandmother in Gambia. And then I realized, you know, I've got so much to share about my life experiences. Let me do it in Mama Aji's voice. Or let me let me say the things that I would love to say on on the internet. <laughs> and let's see if she gets away yeah. with it. So. so it's like kind of a little bit of a character to hide behind. Well, yes. 
I love that. And why do you think that first video, like what, what was it about that one that made it so much more popular? I think that the world is open. You know, sometimes we talk a lot about the difficulties in the world and, and also the hatred that goes on in the world. Mm. But the world is so open to learn about different cultures right now. I mean, and that's across the board. It's it's for all races and all cultures and all religions. I feel like there's an opening. And so when I did, did it in a different accent, people are intrigued to know, okay, what accent is that? And she sounds so warm. She sounds so comforting. Um, and and I, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that people are open to, to hear it even. And they love the melody of it. So mm-hmm. I'm like, boom, yeah, let's, let's bring my version of, of what Gambian culture looks like to me in my mind to the forefront with adding my own twist because I'm not fully Gambian, you know? Have you followed the um, Hilaria Baldwin? Yeah. Yes. Was a scandal. <laughs> <laughs> not saying, I'm not saying that's what you are. <laughs> I thought of that. When I saw her, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to pull out some photos of me in the Gambia. <laughs> prove it. Prove it really happened. You didn't to just like. Prove it. <laughs> Because people also get confused if I do a video with both accents. And, and I, I have been slightly called out by a couple of people saying, are you from Nigeria? Or what, what cult, what tribe are you? And I'm like, I'm not Nigerian. I'm, I'm half Gambian. Grew up there partially, you know. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I think that people, they vibe with it. And I know I can't represent Gambia like a Gambian, you know. So more yeah. power to all the Gambian women out there that can fully represent that culture. But I can represent my own experience um, as being Ida, you know, yeah. who, which is a Gambian name too. But Ida, who grew up in the Gambia, Ida, who has a Gambian father and who has Gambian family members too. So I can bring that that esque to it. And I've, I've loved doing that on TikTok. I think there's something so powerful as well about like, you said you took your grandma's name for it. And like, we only have to think back a generation or two to find yeah. women who never had a voice, like a public voice mm-hmm. that, that would yep. have been would have been able to reach the, the numbers of people who are listening to you. Yeah. And I find that re- I, something about it I, found, I find so moving, like imagining what your grandma might have thought of the fact that like <laughs> her namesake is now is now being seen by hundreds of thousands of people. I know. I think about that too. And I've, I've kind of shown people what she looked like a little bit. And I think I'm going to do a TikTok really talking about her because she was an entrepreneur when entrepreneur didn't really exist at all for, for most people or for women, let's just say that. Yeah. And she was doing that in Gambia with cows, you know, with her eight children. And so she's so inspiring just in, in, you know, in her power. So (laughs) we need her story. We might need a book. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) and so like I feel like TikTok is still your internet home would you agree that that's like your main place I would definitely say that TikTok has been my number one place like but things went crazy for me on Instagram in this last month I went from 800 followers to now 23,000 followers within how did that happen so fast Reels. (laughs) Reels did that. Um, And then I also had people that are very popular on on Instagram and graciously tagged me when they when they posted and shared my content. And that is what shot a lot of it through the roof. So to those of you that tag out there, 
you don't know how much you can be changing someone's life just when you add that simple tag. Yeah, so such an you. important yeah. point. I, I think a lot of time people miss it if they're like downloading a TikTok video. Mm-hmm. They don't even think, they just share it. And it, it's yeah. so miss, but you're right. It can literally, like you've proven, trans- transform yeah. lives. <laughs> um, and are you, you're just kind of repurposing the TikTok content for reels. You're not feeling like you have to make separate content for the two, I'm assuming. For sure, yeah. So right now, most of my, actually, I would say all of my content on my Instagram page is uh, a repurposed TikTok. I do have some photos in there, and I did produce my first video that was just on um, on Instagram. But and then now my stories, that's where I've been living to connect with people. It has been crazy <laughs> in I've a great seen way. Any of your stories, yeah. The algorithm, not, oh my gosh, I'm going to turn on like uh, alerts for you. So yeah. Make sure I see them. So on stories, okay. are you just, are you talking to camera? Or are you? So uh, I have, I've mainly committed to do mostly TikToks with Mama Aji because she is a beautiful character who, it, who nurtures me even. Mm. So she, that's her place, you know, but in stories, that's where you get to know Ida. And so you get to interact with my daughter a little bit get to see what's going on in her brain and my family and you also get to just see what projects I'm working on things about me that you didn't know and it's a great place for me to connect I connect in the dms I don't play around I want to know what you guys are up to I love y'all you know that's how how I how I feel and so stories is a place where I really get to build community I love that and I, I talk about this quite a lot when I teach Instagram because people say oh, is stories how do I grow my Instagram with stories and then usually I say it's not a growth tool it's like a nurturing building community mm-hmm. tool once you've found people and as you've seen like reels is a great way right now to to get in front of new people and then yeah. stories is the way that you can kind of actually like you said get them to know get to know each other in a different mm-hmm. way than you could just from content on the grid alone. Mm-hmm. And also stories is a great honoring tool, like for you to honor either businesses that have changed, you know, the way that you do things at home or people that have inspired you like you. I love you. Love <laughs> um, and, and also the people that are reaching out to you, you can honor them just by loving what they say about your story. So I love it. Yes, I love I just love you have such a appreciative and loving attitude to all of your social media but mm-hmm. I, well, I think it's something that we can sometimes lose like a lot of people that you know can get frustrated or if it's not going the way they want it to go or they feel like you know the apps hate them <laughs> it's all yeah. entirely personal and just hearing like the, the gratitude and the grace you have for the opportunities that these apps give us I think it yeah. also is so inspiring I mean they're doing it for free yeah. And and I'm just so grateful. Like if they put me in front of five, I I don't even know what to say. That's five people that now know me. Now, I mean, they're way more, but and then I also feel like, you know, Instagram and TikTok, they're my clients. And if I do them well, they're gonna do me well. So <laughs> I wanna yeah. do them well. <laughs> yeah, completely. So you talked about the dream was to be able to leave your day job and you've now done that. Yes, yes I have. So how, what do your revenue streams look like? Like how has this shaped into being an income for you? So revenue streams, I kind of began to set them up 
before I even decided to leave. So I mm-hmm. first started with merchandise, which I'm still working on that a little bit more. Um, because and and I listened to what my my family, my community were saying. They were like, mm-hmm. we want merchandise. So I created it. Then they said, we want a YouTube channel, you know, where you are doing ASMR. So I've created that. Both of those are going to get worked on a lot more because I've just left my job like in the last week. In the last week, congratulations. Thank you. You are never going to let back. (laughs) I I don't plan to, (laughs) you know, I've I've got a lot of grace on myself, you know, because Gary V again says, you know, don't feel like you can never go back to working for a job. I don't yeah. intend to, but I want to have grace on myself to understand this is an adventure that I'm testing. And then hopefully I get to out of, uh, you know, I get to the opportunity to stay with this for the rest of my life. So I will definitely do so. But um, but I, I, I would say that before I left, I made sure that I had savings. Mm-hmm. I made sure that I had, and, and I'm not even going to say it's loads and loads and loads and loads of savings, but it's <laughs> savings. <laughs> you know it's not and easy it's, to do when you're when you're working and living so yeah saving. <laughs> savings and then on top of that I saw the potential of this is what I'm going to do to make money I I do coaching and training so that's been an opportunity that's another revenue stream what um, kind of coaching TikTok, do you do I do TikTok coaching so um you know there are so many TikTok trainers out there they will teach you how the algorithm works and things like that very technical but I believe my, my secret sauce is in idea generation and what to do with that mm-hmm. idea and how to connect with your audience on such an authentic level. And so that's what I coach people on. And I have a background in marketing and advertising and I wanna help them figure out how to use you know, this opportunity, this one video to connect and possibly convert. So yes, yes, yeah. yes. because actually you don't need all the algorithm tricks and all of that jazz if your Mm -hmm. content is so good that it speaks yeah yeah exactly the same on Instagram like if you are creating value for other humans Mm -hmm. then it's gonna it's gonna have its own momentum yeah it is and and also you know brand deals I'm working uh on those right now yeah so I saw I saw the potential and I knew either I leave my very stressful job that has a cap on my income or I jump and take a chance on myself and I jumped and I know that I'm gonna make it 100% I have goosebumps and do you know your story is so similar to mine I was fortunate the big difference is my I had my husband who was earning so I kind of had that buffer of like Mm -hmm. you know like the safety net that we would we would have struggled (laughs) but we would have at least had a roof over our heads no matter what but um it was back in a time when like no one was making money really off Instagram and there was no mm-hmm. Instagram ads. And I just had this sense of like little opportunities were coming and I could see it had potential. Mm-hmm. And it was when I spoke to a friend who's a psychotherapist. I think people might've heard me tell this story before on the podcast, but he said to me, um, you know, like, even if you leave your job, I worked for the NHS, so like our health service. And he was like, even if you, mm have to go back to that after like two years one year that doesn't mean it was a failure you had an amazing year where you got to do all this exciting stuff and try it out like it's not black and white it doesn't have to be the thing you do for the rest of your life and then as soon as he said that it was like a switch in my head and I wrote my resignation letter and and went for it 
and I just found and I've seen this in so many other people and so many of my clients like the work then expands to fill all that time that you have like it just Mm -hmm. grows and grows and snowballs so Mm -hmm. if you've only just left this week you even a month from now I think like you're going to be just fending off offers left right and and it has been good I finally got I got a response back from a major brand that I had been looking at for for months just saying one day maybe I'll get a, a deal with them and right now we're just in talks but the fact that they responded and said yes we would love to chat with you was like what did you, you pitch know? did you pitch to them I did yeah Amazing. I invested in a, a a pitching um master class and I learned um, how to take what what I think I already knew and pitching is very similar to when you go for an interview for a job but I learned and I submitted and that was my first pitch you know and and, and I pitched the first, yeah. to others <laughs> and they said yeah and they said well we'd like to chat so we're we're gonna chat and we'll see what happens <laughs> so good so I, I did the same thing I just used to pitch I'd be on my lunch break at work mm-hmm. and I would just fire off pitches to as many brands mm-hmm. as I wanted to work with at a time when again it, it just didn't exist and the only way I could find like the right tone and the right yeah. self-confidence and self-belief mm-hmm. to write the pitch was I would write it in an American accent in my head <laughs> <laughs> I think because like I don't know if it's just a British notion but like you guys over there used to seem to have a bit more like self-belief a bit more like yeah, yeah I'm awesome and you should yeah. appreciate how awesome I am so that's what I that was my trick to pitching. So it true. It, I mean, it, and you found your your sauce. I think, you know, that's what the beginning of that course was talking about is having confidence because that's what that's what sets you apart. That's actually what's going to make you do your best work even. And mm. I was like, how do I find confidence? I've never done this before. And she kind of did this exercise where you just talk about all the great things about you, the things about you that you just love. And I wrote down things like, I'm quirky, I'm weird, I love back to the future, I love coffee, I am really great at communicating and connecting to people. And as I started building on this, you know, the superficial things about me, like loving Mm. coffee, (laughs) it then went to, I know how to speak well to people, I know how to do, you know, and that was, that was it. I've got this whole list of things about me that's beautiful and so yeah and then you then you see that actually you're a bargain for them yes <laughs> I'm a bargain for you yeah uh, and yeah. even now like if any of my friends are pitching for things I'm always like send it to me first because I know that there'll yes. be little tell telltale lines in there where they're like giving away that they don't because we all have it like the, those moments of self-doubt like I just wondered yes. if maybe we could instead of that uh-huh. let's just say <laughs> I thought you would love the opportunity to yes <laughs> <laughs> I love that I didn't know you were a pitching queen I'd love to talk to you about pitching I think it's so awesome to teach people that skill I never even thought of teaching it but I think you're right that it is a skill and it's yeah it, it took me it d- definitely took me practice to mm-hmm. and and it worked like that was how I was able to leave my job when I first left my job it was 100% brand deals that was the only mm-hmm. way I made money and then yeah. after a while it, I, I struggled with like that I was having to say yes to things that didn't 100% align with my values or mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. just my aesthetic because I needed to make the money so yeah. that's when I thought what else can I do and I started coaching people on how to use Instagram in the really authentic Yay. way like our stories have so many similarities oh. and then that 
the one-to-one coaching turned into classes and now that's like mm-hmm. my whole business so yes oh my gosh that is so cool and I've, I've been like studying you a little bit <laughs> and I find that you bring the beauty out of people when I look at your photos and I know that you don't want to want me to like shower you but I have to for a second um but when I look at your photos it they evoke emotion in me like one of them the Christmas tree one I almost came to tears at that the beauty of that photo I was like how did she do this you know (laughs) but um your photography your your whole aesthetic on your page and even though I'm I'm a raggedy queen y'all I like things ragged I don't try <laughs> but that that spoke to me so much just the beauty of life you know so thank you thank you I'm gonna soak that in because I need I need all the good vibes at the moment I'm struggling <laughs> so I'm gonna let that sink in and I suppose that I mean that was always what it was for me was like finding the beauty even if everything mm-hmm. else is a pile of crap <laughs> like, where is the yeah. beauty oh the beauty is the sunlight coming through the window onto mm. like my cup of coffee this morning that is yeah all there is I'm taking it and I'm grabbing it and I'm preserving it and sticking it up mm-hmm. the um and that I like that I guess that's my version of, of we all find our thing right we find our thing yes. that is our unique one of our unique ways of seeing the world or one of our unique talents or values that we can offer to people and then just putting mm-hmm. it out there because there's so much that people are seeking that they don't even have the words for yet that they need. Yeah. Yeah. And that is, that's what, I mean, that's what my Maharaji brings to me. Like I couldn't even tell you what it was I needed, but I get it. When I, go. I get it when you do the videos with like that lumberjack guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those are my most popular posts. And I'm going to tell you, <clears throat> a friend of mine sent it to me and she said, on TikTok, she said, "Can you blind duet this?" And I was like, "Okay." Hold on, you, you have know, to I'm... explain. You have to explain what blind duet is for everyone who. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're on TikTok, um, if you're community or even just you, you can decide. You pick a video and say, "I'm just going to react to this," meaning that you take a video that's been already done. It's very popular, and you want to do your own reaction to it, like like how YouTubers do reaction videos. Mm-hmm. And you're side by side to them and you're just commenting as you watch. So <clears throat> at first when she sent it to me, I was like, should I do it as Ida or should I do it as Mama Aji? And I was like, let's do it as Mama Aji. She's, she's the one, you know? <laughs> and I watched it and I didn't have much time. It was again, one of those nights I had lots of work to do and my daughter needed to go to bed. And so I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, okay, this is a man and a log and a man putting a nail in a log. Like I'm getting irritated while I'm watching it. <laughs> And and I don't, and I'm thinking I'm not posting this. And so I just went on and on about what he's doing. And then he starts taking off his, his shirt, not shirt. He took off like his, his vest. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and <laughs> I understand now. And after I was done, <laughs> I didn't even know lumber. There was such a thing as lumber guys on, on the internet. And I understood very fully why she sent that to me. And I was very grateful towards the end of the video. <laughs> And, and now, I you're a you fan. now I'm a huge fan. <laughs> so I, I did the video, I put it out there, went live, you know, did a live on TikTok and got off the live in an hour and it was going viral before my eyes. Like it was like 50,000, 100,000, uh, 300,000. I was like, whoa, what is this? I've never seen this kind of morality. 
and um, 9 million people shared it and gotten 9 million views just Amazing. on Facebook. I mean, it's crazy. But then the last thing I'd say, the guy and I have connected and he <laughs> loves it. So he's like, go ahead and do at any video. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's yeah. a beautiful love story. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and do you know what I love about all of them actually is that it's quite, it's not, yeah, subtle. Subtle is the word I want to go for. Like, it's not in your face humor. Like, someone could yes. definitely misunderstand and miss what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. And that's what makes it all the more golden. Like, it's just so good. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about England. Like, English, living in the UK, taught me a lot about salt, subtle humor, yeah. you know? And the US, we're, sometimes we can be, and not, no, not, not knocking it, I love being American, but we can be over the top with our comedy sometimes. And it's like in your face. But in England, like, I mean, literally, they'll say one sentence and you're like, whoa, I missed that. That was hilarious. So, Mama, yeah, I'd be it's like, some of that. Mama, I do trust her audience to get it, to get right yes. without having to explain <laughs> it. Yeah. And I hadn't thought of that, but yeah, you said just before, uh, before we officially started that you lived in England. Was it, did you say for like eight years? For seven years, yeah. Seven years, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I already, I had already suspected because I'd seen you making tea the right way. <laughs> the right way, yes. The right, <laughs> the way. right way. I was like, she's, she, she is not. She's got a kettle. Like she's, she's yeah. doing this right. <laughs> yeah. Americans, I got an electric kettle. <laughs> Americans, I love you guys, but I, what you do to tea is just wrong. It's just. It's wrong. wrong. <laughs> it's blasphemy, in fact. It is. I mean, but... let's let's not even get started on scones and how they do scones. Like oh. we won't. We won't. This is painful, yeah. <laughs> so much to appreciate. And I will make sure, actually, as we talk about all these videos, I'm going to link to them and I'll try and think of names for them so people know which ones we meant so they can go and find oh. the specific ones that oh, we've talked you. about. So earlier you mentioned as well, like, you feel like Instagram, the, the need for it to be super polished there is evolving. Do you think that's because of reels? Like, what's your experience with that? Yes, you hit it right, the nail right on the head. I think that... Reels is opening the door for content creators that would mainly feature on like a TikTok would come over and see their opportunity. And mm-hmm. and people that are on Instagram are like, hey, yeah, almost like when a when a shop went from just having groceries to then also adding in, you know, heart, like appliances and then maybe even clothing or whatever. That's yeah. what I think Instagram has done saying, hey, come on over here, you guys, you can also get your food and your appliances at this uh, shop and uh, someone can get their comedy and their beautiful aesthetic photos at the same time and so yes it has opened a huge door for the raggedy queen I am (laughs) it's kind of well it's kind of needed I should be clear like none of my pictures ever take me more than five minutes because I have ADHD that is as long as I can do so there's serious raggedy going on (laughs) do not be fooled (laughs) Teach me your ways. <laughs> you just shovel the mess to the side. That's it. That's, that's the whole thing. Um, but yeah, like I, I think it is needed on Instagram. And stories to an extent gave us a bit more of that, like real behind the scenes. But because yeah. you don't see strangers' stories, not many people go in, which is why I said before, it's not really a growth tool because you don't mm. normally just search random humans and then watch their stories because you don't know what yeah. you're going to get. But you do watch random strangers reels mm-hmm. and that's it's really like just gives you permission to be 
raggedy to be yes. unpolished to not be like a full-time content creator when you only have 10 minutes while your daughter's asleep so true but I have to say being on Instagram like hardcore the, these last few weeks if you see some of my photos I've been like okay I know how to use portrait mode okay okay yeah. now you know <laughs> I'm ready <laughs> it is nice to have both you're right and like yes. there's definitely times when like nobody wants nobody buys magazines that's just full of like yes. people's washing up and yeah like, <laughs> cat, cat sick. like that's not a thing that we want so, nope we don't <laughs> I mean no one's tested it to be fair maybe maybe that magazine Ooh, would sell let, let's see how beautiful you could make it like <laughs> do a photo <laughs> let's see beautiful horrible things that could, be fun. <laughs> that could be a really fun project yeah for sure um but yeah so like there's that like you say there's there's room for both and it is nice to have it all under under one place but also I think sometimes it makes people panic and they think oh my god I have to do it all like I have yeah. to be killing it on every element of the platform and I don't mm-hmm. think that's necessarily true because like you found like your your main kind of driver it sounds like is still reels but then you just get to play mm-hmm. around with the others as accents to that yeah for sure I mean posting photos or um, I'm even looking at IGTV what that would look like for me yeah. but I, I, reels is my main thing stories is my that's my baby this is where we all come and have dinner together that's where we commune I've been missing out on the dinner parties I'm coming I'm coming yes <laughs> come on please it's it's just it's a great fun but yeah how, how I, do you I, feel about live you mentioned doing lives on TikTok who yeah for some reason I'm a little bit scared to go live on Instagram I thought when I started on Instagram that I would just cross pollinate and get most of my TikTokers to come. Mm -hmm. That is not what's happened. I probably have, oh gosh, one or two percent are from TikTok. Different audience. Yes, a whole new baby, like a whole new baby. And I'm like, I'm scared of you, new baby. (laughs) But I'm gonna, (laughs) I'm gonna figure out. I think I'm going to offer my lives on Instagram to be relaxation lives. So when people come on, you're coming specific a specific time, drinking your tea or coffee, and just unwinding. So that's what I think I'm going to do. Yeah, that sounds really nice. Um, if you ever want to do a live together, if you want to pop your live sharing, because you can like do mutual ones as well. Um, I'm fully up for that. And also, a recommendation I give everyone when it comes to live Mm -hmm. on Instagram is you can limit what words people put in comments. You can just like oh. go into your settings and ban any words that you don't want used. And this isn't like an anti-free speech thing, but there's a thing with the uh, with the Instagram live algorithm that once your live is popular, it sends it out to just everybody. And that yeah. unfortunately seems to include a lot of 14 year old boys who just mm-hmm, come and mm-hmm. ask to see your boobs a lot. Oh, so, interesting. <laughs> um, over and over in the comments. So uh, actually somewhere on my blog, I have like a list that you can just copy and paste of tons of offensive words that you can block before your lives if you want to. This is a bit distracting, I find. That's all. Oh, yeah. It's extremely distracting. And, you know, my lives on TikTok are very calm. Like people know they're coming to have a tea and relax. But um, yes, I would. I really would need that list in, in addition to a few political keywords too. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Like there's something yeah. to be said for just kind of creating your own, your own, your own boundaries for your space. Yeah, true. Um, and have you, what's it called? I keep forgetting the name of it, Clubhouse. Have you looked at Clubhouse? Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Clubhouse? Yes, I am on Clubhouse. I've got a club even. It's called To Every Mom. And I am going to be hosting a, 
weekly, probably bi weekly, uh, sorry, weekly or probably two times a week where people can come and share what they got right. I just want yes. them to talk about what they did right. What did, what did you do right today? And because um, Clubhouse, it, it really is an amazing networking tool. But it's also a great place to pitch and showboat a little bit, you know, mm. flex a little. And that's not the side of a Clubhouse I want to be on. And I think it's fine. Let, let everybody do what, what works for them. But I want those same people that are in those rooms to come and have some rest in my room where they just yes. talk about what they got right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of like, men swinging their willies around it's kind yes. of <laughs> a whole lot a whole, just whole lot metaphorically I should add um <laughs> so yeah totally needed and so perfect will you do it as Ida or will you do it as Mamaraji um completely as Ida so when people yeah. come on yeah it's, it's all gonna be me if you would like to be a part of it oh my gosh I would love for you to come and be there like, I'd love to oh my gosh yes yeah Okay, cool. We, we'll talk about times because we're in different time zones. So oh, yeah. we'll find out what we works. can make that work. Oh my God, yes. Because I, I still <laughs> haven't, like I'm on there and I'm listening to other people, but I've not done anything, yeah. anything actively myself yet. So um, cool. yeah, I think and, and it, it is a really, it's a really exciting platform, especially for the kind of content you create. I can see that being mm-hmm. a huge, a huge place. And it makes me think mm-hmm. of there was a video you did as Mamaraji towards the end of the year where you said like it's important to to remember that to think about the things mm-hmm. that you did right yeah and that I, was the day that I got the idea yeah <laughs> yeah well it, it blew my mind I was like oh my gosh I did some things right this year I'd forgotten Yay. forgotten about yeah. that <laughs> that is oh you just gave me chills that's what this is all about for me yes mm-hmm. so actually where do you get those ideas like how do you know what goes what needs to be said what needs to go in the video so I would say that even as a kid I always had this innate ability to know kind of what other people are thinking or what Mm -hmm. what what I wanted them to think you know no no what they were thinking and so from that as a teenager I used it for evil to make them think what I wanted them to think purely. Oh my God, I relate <laughs> to this. Yes. I, I yeah. used it on my parents. I used it on, you know, everybody. And, and I, I think in my 20s, when I kind of had a spiritual awakening that, hey, it's not cool to manipulate people. Now I'm still a human being and I, I have to catch myself to make sure I don't do that. But, um, but I started thinking, hey, I can use this to help. This is a part of me wanting to become a marketer or someone that does advertising. I can use this for good to really help people have a good time, to have fun, enjoyment, mm-hmm. and now relaxation. That's one of my big, big things. Yes. And so I kind of can see what a person needs to think or will be thinking. And then I have my own real experiences. Every video that I put out, even if it's about traffic, I probably cuss somebody out before <laughs> I got into my, my, my garage or garage and then, <laughs> and then came home and did a TikTok about it, you know? And so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I really feel like we might be twins. I relate so much everything you're saying. Yeah. That like, I think it's like supercharged empathy to the point where you yeah. can not read minds, but pretty damn close to read minds. Yes. Yeah. And it's such a double-edged sword. And mm-hmm. like you say, it can be used for good or it can be used for bad. And yes. I think we're lucky to have people like you in the world using it for good because that's mm-hmm. when it's so powerful. That's why like a 10 second video 
can turn your day around if it's what you need to hear. Yeah. Oh my gosh. When people put that in the comments, and I don't, I, I, I'm sure it's the same for you, that that's exactly what they need to see or hear, or even with your coaching program, it, it, it's crazy what it does to you. You know, it's like, whoa, I just produced something that changed a life. Yeah. But, but yeah. like that then in turn creates so much, so much change for you. And it just makes everyone's lives a little bit better, which mm-hmm. I think we need right now. Do you have any sense of what's next? You said the possibility of this brand deal. Have you got anything else like in your sights that you want to make happen in the next year? So I've got two things that I would love to, so three, let's say three. (laughs) Um, One of them is the possibility of Mama Aji having her own TV show. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes, yes, please. And um, these are in the works right now. And and then the other is um, making sure that Mama Aji's relaxation stories are available on Alexa. So that's oh, yes. something that's happening. And then the last thing is possibly a clothing line for women like us who don't, oh, she's talking to me now. Alexa, cancel. <laughs> she <laughs> back, thought I was talking about. Back up, Alexa, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the final one is a clothing line for women like us who don't want to dress up, but still want to look nice, you know? So, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, I love that it's like so many avenues from, from one small hour a day, like all of Mm -hmm. these doors that are opening and there'll be so many doors that you probably can't even see yet that are just going to keep coming away. Yeah. I'm so excited. I feel so privileged to be speaking to you now because I reckon in like another 12 months you'll be too super famous for me. So oh, you know. I can't be. You're so lovely. We're actually I feel like we could be friends outside of this. Like we've yes, been please. chatting on, on Instagram, but I'm like, this is my friend. <laughs> yeah, agreed. It's official now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ida, where can people find you online so that they can come and adore you as much as I do? Oh, so I am to every mom, which is like the beginning of an invitation. So to every mom mm-hmm. on all platforms, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and soon to be other places. So <laughs> amazing. And I'll make sure I link to all of that in the show notes as well. So people can just click. Thank you so much Thank for you. your time. This has been amazing. Thank you. Yay. You'll find show notes for this episode at neonorla.co.uk forward slash podcast 96 and depending on what podcast app you're using you should be able to see the links for all of Ida's profiles right there in the show notes on your screen and that link to my Insta treat class there as well for anyone who's interested in reading a bit more and on behalf of me and Ida I do really hope we can chat together in one of our coming Friday clubhouse sessions and I truly hope you have a happy joyful and peaceful week lots and lots of love you guys <laughs>